So, hello and welcome to another podcast of IGCs. My name is Haishley and I'm a student at the University of Arizona. I'm very excited to be here again. For today's episode, we're talking about a subject that might scare a lot of people, including myself. The topic is after graduation. And this makes me a little anxious because I don't really know what I want to do after graduation. And because I haven't graduated yet, we brought in a special guest for today's episode. Her name is Amit, and she'll be talking to us regarding her post-graduation life and career. So Amit, do you want to introduce yourself, please? Yeah, hello and welcome, and it's my pleasure to be with you. I'm Amit Rahman, I'm from Yemen, and uh, I'm a writer. I graduated uh, seven years ago, so maybe I will uh, put you in a lot of benefit according to my modest experience. Um, uh, I work in different domains as a designer, in media also, uh, in teaching, uh, translating. And I would like to work in more powerful, positive domains in the future. I finished my bachelor in um, 2017 and uh, I studied uh, directly a master program and I finished. And now I'm working on my thesis statement. And I hope that I will be able also to continue my high studies uh, with the same hope and patience. So just to clarify again, uh, what was your major um, you, you said you graduated in 2017. Um, can you clarify once again, where did you graduate from and what was your field of study? Okay, I graduated from Sana'a University, Sports um, of Language Department of English. And then I uh, took my MA program um, in the field of translation, Arabic to English and English to Arabic. And now I'm planning to have another MA in media but uh, according to my uh, point of view, I should like study before it, uh, end of diploma. Um, as I told you, I studied in Sana'a University uh, in Sana'a, the capital of Yemen. And now I'm working as a translator and also as a teaching um, assistant teacher at Sana'a University, also at Yemen University and Quant University. Okay, and... Uh... Why specifically did you choose that field of study? I know everybody has different reasons, but I, I also want to go into translation um, from Spanish to English and English to Spanish. So I want to hear your point of view on why did you choose that field of study? Actually, to be honest, this is kind of disappointment. But <laughs> I didn't I didn't chose it. Uh, it chose it, it me. I didn't uh, yeah think that I will be a teacher one day or translator. I, I dreamed to be like, doctor, an engineer, a journalist. But you know, that time uh, when I was graduated from school, um, the revelations in Yemen and the, um, the political conflicts started. So um, my family that, that time said, um, you're not going to study uh, at the university, especially because of the society and its tradition. So I was like the first um, female in the family to study university. In the, in, the, in the beginning, they said, uh, you are not allowed to study. Um, it is not necessary. Uh, I mean, you, you know, Yemeni and Arabic uh, societies, they, they think most about marriage after school and uh, ladies and girls, they don't have the right to study and such things. But 
I, I kept the faith on my heart and I said, no, I'm gonna study and I will shape my dreams. So studying uh, English, it was my only choice. I studied, I studied it and I was um, so determined and I have like, I had like uh, many ideas that I'm going to take this um, film to achieve my goals, even if I didn't um, uh, study uh, the right film that I like. So it was the first step for me to achieve my goals and to uh, see what I want, not other ones. Oh, thank you for sharing. That's actually interesting that you mentioned that because my next question was about your family. I was going to ask you, uh, what did graduating university mean to you and your family? So like, what was your experience? Because I know everybody's experience is different because I have some classmates and students that have told me that they're the first person who have graduated university from their family. And in my case, I wasn't the first one or the only one to graduate college, but they were still very proud of me. So everyone's family and friends' opinions are different. So yeah, my question was about your family. Like, what did they think? What did it mean for you and your family for you to finally be able to graduate university? If you ask me this question right now, I mean, um, what do they think right now? I will tell you they are feeling like um, proud of me because they uh, saw how much I struggled, how much I suffered, and how much I survived uh, to achieve my goal. But in the past, um, in the first uh, journey, when I started my journey at the university, uh, because I was like, and still I am the oldest one in my family members, so I didn't find the supportive one. My father was busy because he is the doctor and he's professor right now. He, he used to travel a lot. He didn't was that much uh, in touch with us. My mother, she was not that much also um, in touch with education. I mean, she finished school and she didn't have the, the idea of or the standpoint of studying and so on. Uh, so my family here, when I said my family, I mean the old members, my uncles, my um, cousins, all of them. They said, okay, no need to study. So that time I didn't find that kind of encouragement, but I didn't listen to them. I didn't pay attention to them. I just uh, kept my way. And I, as I told you, I kept my faith on my heart and I was uh, looking for uh, my dreams just. Uh, but now... All of my family, from the youngest to the oldest, from the farthest to the nearest, all of them um, are proud of me. And uh, yeah, we feel happy about me. I'm very glad that you pushed through because that means that now you get to have a, a stable career. So I'm very happy that you went with your wishes. Um, thank you for sharing. The next question um, is still about university. But it's kind of different. I was going to ask you which teacher, if you had any teachers or professors that had an impact on you, and what do you remember about them? Were your professors and teachers good? Were they bad? What do you remember the most? Okay, I'm gonna tell you something also. It was like a secret. <laughs> uh, but you know, it's time to tell people about me a little bit. <laughs> so, uh, actually, because of uh, words and the revelations that time. Uh, we didn't uh, have that uh, chance of studying. Uh, I mean, uh, I was so happy to study my school and I thought that I will uh, have a great future. But once I finished my school and started my first step, I discovered that I have like a difficult future and a difficult uh, destiny. 
I studied two years instead of four years. You know, bachelor, it's like four years. But because of the revelation, the first year, it was not that much. Uh, we kept like um, having cuts and blocks and uh, such. Um, let me call it as, uh, uh, I mean, a peak from time to time. So I didn't uh, remember that I studied very well. And I was so confused because I, as I told you, I, ha- I didn't have that much um, uh, background about the English and uh, the situation, the political situation was um, not suitable and uh, safe. And uh, but then in the second year, it was uh, great. The third year, uh, in the last of the third year, we have a lot of problems because in that time, a group of uh, political people, they entered Sana'a and they started a lot of problems. And after that, in the fourth year, we didn't study uh, because uh, also another problem of the war. So uh, I kept uh, self-study, but if I remember some uh, or recollect uh, some names regarding my doctors, I will uh, remember Dr. Muhammad Al-Aqili. He was uh, such a great uh, professor because uh, he was uh, a person uh, who pushes us and give us like motivational uh, messages and always support us um, uh, to achieve uh, what we want. After uh, university, I was lucky to join Yali Institute. Uh, that place was full with American uh, teachers, but that time um, they traveled. Once I entered, I was unlucky. So I have another teacher from Iraq. His name, uh, one of them, uh, Teacher Muhannad. Uh, he kept saying to me, Ahmed, you are going to be someone uh, amazing in the future and just keep uh, doing what you are doing and I'm proud of you. So uh, I got him. And another person, uh, his name is Haytham Al-Burahi. Uh, I really uh, want to thank him because he gave me a lot of push and uh, positive vibes and he encouraged me a lot. And uh, in master, I still remember Dr. Uh, I can't remember his name, but his last name, uh, Al-Qadisi and uh, Dr. Muhammad Al-Hawsali. And a lot of great people. Oh, of course. There's always somebody that supports you, whether it's in the educational or personal life. So thank you for sharing your experience. Since I know everyone will have for good. So a lot of people will have good or bad teachers at some point in their life. Or sometimes us students end up teaching ourselves. But I'm very glad that you had support at least uh, throughout the last years of your academic career. Yeah. I will talk about something in general. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, when I was a student in the university, uh, all we have to do is, uh, was just to be good listeners. They didn't get uh, the chance to be speakers, especially when I talk about English language. So in that time, I really hated my teachers. Not hated because I want to hate them, <laughs> but uh, because the system, the, the process of teaching was not that good and powerful and effective and not healthy. We were like good listeners, good listeners. I really hated myself that time. Actually, I can't recall it. But everything got changed when I started my journey as a, a person in market. So yeah, as you said, there are some good teachers and bad teachers. But uh, this is life. It has like bad and good in everything, not only in teaching. Yeah, sometimes the students want to give more input and have more conversation yes. in the classroom. But the, but the way that the educational system is set up, they just don't let it. I don't know why uh, 
that sometimes that's kind of sad. So before uh, we continue with our conversation, I would like to take a short break to listen to what our fellow Arizona and German students have to say about their plans after graduation. So we asked them, what are your plans after graduation? And this is what they had to say. Uh, in fact, uh, I don't have a plan for after graduation specifically, but I have the one for 2023, which uh, has some main points. This plan, what I mean. And one of these points talk about what should I do for uh, getting skills that support my major before or after graduation that I have to complete them this year. Uh, also, I was planning to move to Sana'a City because it has more chances to have a job. Uh, better, more better than Taiz. I already had it planned out, so uh, I'm planning to continue my education and get the master's degree and looking for becoming a professor in media and journalism, which is I study. My current plan after graduation is to keep working where I'm working at now. And I'm also writing a series of fiction novels. Um, so I would love to get published. Um, that's kind of the dream. I'd love to publish my books and um, be able to make money off of those books. Um, but I you know, may, may not be able to do that, but I would love to someday. Uh, my plans uh, after graduation, uh, I wanna uh continue my master degrees and I want to work uh, in uh, a newspaper. I prefer uh, an Arabic newspaper uh, and uh, I want to continue my diploma um, in English language. All right. So thank you to our classmates who answered. We really appreciate it and we enjoyed all of your responses. So now we're going to continue the interview and go more into depth of today's topic. So Ahmad, now that you've graduated, um, I know you mentioned it a little bit before, but maybe to expand on it. Um, now that you graduated, what is your current job position and did your university prepare you for your career? To be honest, my experience at the university didn't prepare me to be a good person in the real life, but um, I didn't uh, stop that uh, time and I tried to develop myself and uh, do self-learning in many different uh, fields. So I can tell you that now I'm working um, on different stuff. Uh, like I told you in the beginning, I'm a journalist and a writer, and I am a voiceover, a content writer, uh, a translator, a teacher, a designer. So I can work anything. I mean, if I have, if I have the great chance to work, uh, I will uh, work on it. And I still am... working uh, on myself to have more great chance to work uh, in more powerful uh, areas because it's like the need of the time we are living such digital world uh, it is necessary to not be stuck to one field to one area to one uh, name or conception no we should like uh, discover ourselves and discovers um, the potential uh, around us Uh, so I do believe that everyone has the potential to do a lot. 
and as I told you, I'm planning to study also master in uh, media. So I'm not that uh, good, um, I mean, professional journalist, but I'm trying to be. Um, so uh, right now, um, the things that uh, control my career is the, are related to media and uh, to teaching English, because I teaching right now um, online with um, a foundation on Turkey. It's based on Turkey. And also I, I work as a voiceover with um, uh, a company here in Yemen. And I work also as a translator, but as a freelance translator. Um, not that not a long time. I mean, uh, once I have the chance to translate, I translate. Okay. And how did you find those job opportunities? Because I know with freelancing, it can be a little bit difficult. But for all of us who want to go into the, into the career world, uh, it's still it's still very new how to get job opportunities. So how do you, how do you find them? How do you go about finding um, these job opportunities? I can say that I'm uh, a little bit a people person. I love meeting new people and learning about their lives and their background, and I can always find common ground with them. So I like uh, speaking about their experience. So I still remember that happened and started uh, last in the last year of 2019 uh, when it was um, uh, the time of COVID. So we uh, we quit working, studying, and we staying uh, we stayed at homes. So from that time, I found time to open the internet and to open this big world and to discover what we have there. So during this, uh, I got uh, engaged with uh, many communities. Um, I still remember the first community was in Syria and then Jordan and then Egypt. And from these communities, I expanded my relationships to the uh, global and world. I started speaking and uh, dealing with uh, people from United States and many uh, other uh, countries. So uh, after that, after writing, uh, I started uh, my job as a volunteer in different communities and organizations. Uh, they were related to technology and students and so on. The first uh, organization was um, Bright Inventors. And I, I was like a volunteer and now I'm their representative uh, here in Yemen. Uh, this organization uh, helped the students uh, uh, to develop their ideas in order to become a real uh, project on the ground. Uh, from that place, from that community, I started my journey also in the organization of Global Share London. So I worked with them two years, and after that, I became uh, the leader uh, of uh, Weekly GS project. And then after that, I know a lot of people, and those people uh, communicated with me and said, Amat, we want you to work with us. In media, I said, I have no idea about media. They said, no, we saw your profile and you are qualified, mashallah, and you have such skills, and I don't know. So I I just took it like a kind of adventure because I like adventures. I like to know more things. I want to uh, to try it, sense of try, I like it. So I joined them and I discovered myself in this call. And then from from one place, I jumped to another place and I found it, it's the series of life. One step will lead you to another step and one place will lead you to another place. That's super interesting. I know that 
a lot of us, when we graduate, we're probably going to do a lot of things that we're not prepared for. But I mean, as long as we get experience and we enjoy it, um, I think that's what matters. Um, one more, it's not such as, it could be a serious question, but it depends how one answers and everybody's experience, I guess. I was going to ask you, uh, did you face any challenges as a woman when you were a student or later in your work? Um, yeah, a lot. And still I'm facing them a lot, a lot, because I will tell you, I'm, uh, I met, I live in uh, Yemeni society and this uh, area which I respected very much, but actually I got a lot of uh, hurt from it. It's a place where you can get a lot of pain. Uh, it's a country or society which is uh, controlled by the male-dominated uh, control society. So everything for men, uh, ladies and women in general, they don't have the right to travel. They don't have the right to express their their opinions, their feelings. They didn't the right to choose their future and their lives. Wow. So I had that uh, challenge, not because I, I'm not going to specify it and talk about my family. No, when I talk it, I talk about the community itself, because the community sometimes uh, they are hard on your family. So they, they force your family to let your family uh, control you or um, take uh, the rule of choosing uh, instead of you. And this is one of the challenges. The another challenge, I got a lot of scholarship chances, but I didn't get them because uh, my father, uh, my brothers at that time, uh, they didn't have the chance to travel me because they couldn't. They have their uh, own lives. They have their own uh, responsibilities. Um, so um, I couldn't convince them and I lost the chance uh, to do so. Um, maybe the reasons because of or due to the the political issues and maybe because of the cultural uh, issues and also the traditional issues. Um, so I I just uh, was a little bit down because of that. But now I get used to, I mean, to let it go and don't feel that much sad about it. So women, just to clarify, so women where you live aren't allowed to travel at all, whether it's to a different city or another country, women are allowed to travel without a male companion? Yes, generally, yes. I, I confirmed that. But, you know, um, this time, uh, last uh, three years, everything got changed. And now I can see a lot of people, a lot of girls and women can travel and can enjoy their rights in everything. Um, for example, uh, five years ago, I couldn't, like, drive a car. I couldn't, like... Um, work online and speak with um, uh, people I don't know them with strangers and work with male society and so on. But now I started uh, doing this and I don't know why. Maybe because I convinced my family and society uh, I'm, the, I'm a person who is in charge of this and I'm a person who is um, up to it. And maybe the time itself changed the idea of uh, letting the ladies and women in general uh, enjoy their rights in everything, in traveling, uh, uh, education, and driving, and whatever. 
But I'm glad that you that little by little you do things to help you get more freedom. Like you need everything you can get to get happy in life. Yeah, when there's a will, there's a way. <laughs> exactly. As long as we keep hope and uh, motivation and we have that goal clear for us, everything will be okay. I know there are a lot of challenges and every step, every stage you pass it, you will lose something from you, but it will work finally. So I know you want to do probably a lot of things, but I wanted to ask you, if do you enjoy your current job? And are there any other jobs or dreams that you wish to accomplish? Actually, uh, right now I'm not enjoying because uh, all my, <laughs> all my, uh, I mean, all the potentials I got uh, only to get money because life in Yemen is very difficult. Mm. So I'm looking for the financial um, part of each job because I didn't uh, or I haven't yet uh, received that super job which will make me enjoy and uh, um, get like uh, financial um, stuff. Uh, but in the future, why not? Because I'm kind of independent uh, lady and I try to develop myself in all uh, uh, terms, uh, not only personally, but also, it, um, I mean, um, uh, financially and uh, so on. So maybe next month, next year, who knows, I will enjoy it fully. And this is one of my things I'm planning to do because I have learned a lot. What does it mean? Life, life it doesn't mean to chasing things and money and job and fame and uh, to let people uh, proud of you or feel happy because of you. No, no, no. It means to feel satisfied, to enjoy what you are doing, feel happy. This is uh, the real meaning of life. So I start knowing this, this and uh, I'm doing to do it next uh, steps, inshallah. It was very wonderful to hear about your career path. So this final question might be important for our listeners. Um, what advice do you have for college students um, um, for college or the real professional world? Is there any advice that you can give them since most of us will graduate soon and we have to find our way in life? Uh, do you have any advice for them? Uh, college is uh, a really important part of our life, but it is the first step of doing a lot of things. I mean, after graduation, uh, you are going to be um, near from the greatest chapter in your life. Uh, I can tell you that uh, 50% uh, it's knowledge, university, college, and 50% it's like um, uh, experience, uh, going to outdoor and uh, seeing people and um, um, getting in touch with them. Believe in yourself and don't let anyone to put you down. Don't expect your degree to be enough. No, you need to prove it by experience. You need to prove it by discovering something new. Learn personal management. I mean, you should like to be independent in order to be able to continue and achieving your dreams. And I can tell them, educate yourself, learn, read a lot of books. Uh, I can tell them this thing, but I can't do it right now. And I wish if I do it, uh, which is traveling. Travel a lot if you have the chance to travel. Uh, you are going to know a lot of languages. You are going to get a lot of cultures. You are going to gain self-esteem and self-confidence. And I want to tell them, be easy on yourself. Don't be hard on yourself. No need to prove yourself for others. 
No one knows about your battles except you. So just do what you want to do. Work on your own project. So once you finish something, stage or degree or step, uh, try to give yourself a gift. Try to give yourself uh, a self-worth. Say I am worthy. Um, So figure what uh, makes you uh, happy, funny and enjoy it. Seize your moments and try to take opportunities from everything. Even if you don't have the opportunities, try to create it. Try to stand it. Um, and the most important thing which I uh, keep saying for myself this is don't be afraid. Just go. Uh, don't be afraid to learn um, anything. Just learn from people. Learn from books. Learn from the hard times. Oh, thank you, Imad. Um, I really appreciate all that wonderful advice. So, Imad, thank you so much for sharing your educational and professional career experiences with us. I'm always very intrigued hearing about what people do in life and what they do to end up in it. And your story was no different. I'm sure our fellow students and listeners, especially the ones who are about to graduate, appreciate your input and advice. So... Would you like to say goodbye or a few last words to our listeners? I want to say thank you so much uh, for um, giving me this chance to share my personal experience. And I wish for the whole people and students in the world a great future. And I wish them to achieve their uh, goals and all their dreams come true, inshallah. So all the best and thank you. Thank you once again, Ahmad. This was a wonderful experience. Uh, So, all right, everyone, this concludes our podcast episode for today. We had a great time filming and we hope that you guys had a great time listening. Um, We wish you success in your future plans and we hope that you enjoy your day. So, goodbye. Thank you so much. Al Jazeera, The Bridge, is a collaboration among students and faculty from four public universities in Yemen and the faculty and students at the University of Arizona. They're participating in this nine-month cultural exchange project in Yemen and the U.S.